0: Hey everyone, this is our midweek leadership podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. You know what What I love about this church and this house is precisely what just happened right now with you guys sharing these stories with one another. I really think it's in those stories that we really get a chance to see what God is up to and up to and the people that we love and the people that we're getting to know. And so... I love that you guys celebrate those things. And another thing that I love about this church is your pastors. We And I know you guys do too, but it's, I got the microphone. So it's my turn to say it because we really, really love your pastors. You guys know this. They're some of the funnest people on earth, but they're some of the wisest as well. You know, I was just talking to Stephanie, and, and it's an interesting relationship because I remember every single conversation we've had with them. And, and I could probably take you to the restaurants or the places from that first conversation when we met them in D.C., where we sat at this corner bakery store for hours and laughed obnoxiously uh, there with them. Um, they are some of the kindest, funnest, but also wisest people. So I want you to know we have learned quite a bit. In fact, for the internship, I remember being desperate once. It was at an Oklahoma Joe's, and we are eating those burnt tippy things. They're so... Burn ends? So good. So good, and, and he was just sharing some stuff that I just think, I don't even think uh, Pastor Ben was realizing what was coming out of his mouth, but I was just like, remember this, remember this, write it down when you get home. They have been such a blessing to us, and so, um, so for me, it's a great honor and a blessing to be able to be here to talk to you guys, their team, uh, and what I like about these opportunities and what I, when I say when I have these opportunities is um, I'm much like you guys. I serve senior pastors. I'm not a senior pastor where we, where we serve in Lima, Peru. I'm part of a team just like you guys are. We're fortunate to serve pastors that are incredible people, loving, wise, just like you, you guys. And so what I want to share from my heart with you guys today is something that, that I would say has helped me be able to serve my pastors well. And, and, and this is something that I've been noticing, uh, especially this year, I've been stumbling upon something that I think when I say it, you guys are going to be like, well, duh, but, but I think it's, it's really worth highlighting because there's something I want to get really specific about with it. Um, to, to give you a little bit of a backdrop, uh, our, our pastor's been giving us this uh, opportunity and this honor to serve uh, Camino de Vida by going out with our Haciendo Iglesia team. Which is our missionary team that goes to different countries and pulls together these round tables of pastors that, that come together to talk about like how can we do church differently? not just to do it differently, but so that we have a greater impact in the community God's called us to. Like, how can the light be brighter? How can the salt be saltier? How can we reach a new generation? And there's been these very exciting conversations that we've had in multiple cities and multiple countries. We have about 869 churches right now engaged in this process of three years. And and what we've been seeing in each city is the pastors that have been taking these general principles. Nothing like earth moving or, or, or stuff that I think a, a team like, like this one wouldn't agree with, but just stuff that's like new, new to them, and they're implementing changes after having changed their heart as to why their church exists, and they're seeing fruit. We've seen churches, actually the average church in our process experiences 109% growth from six months to six months. Now these are mostly churches that are 20 to 25, 50 maybe people that are now going and, and finding themselves with 300 people at church. Or like Pastor Patricio in Santiago two years ago had 70. In the last two years, he's now got 650. Three services about to open his second campus we could go down with names and, and, and anecdotes, but here's what's the, the exciting thing is, once they're going through this process, uh, certain churches that are getting some momentum, my pastor kind of loans me out to them, because they have specific questions about some of the the, the the things that they're learning, and so he just goes like, don't worry, I'll send Danny, or I'll send Pastor Manuel Viafana. There's two of us that are kind of like these I don't know, trainer slash coach. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Except that we just go in and with their church and with their teams, we get to sit and have a conversation about specific things, these general principles being plugged into the specific nature of their church. And as we've been having these, these conversations with these teams, I'm noticing something. I'm stumbling upon something that I'm noticing in, in different countries, different cities, different churches. And it's just how important this team is. Because we can find a pastor that loves Jesus with everything in him. A pastor who's, she's just like, she's on fire for what God has called her to do. Like pastors that that get it. And then they have a team that's not quite there with them. They can have, you know, a a building. They can have been in ministry for 15 years. They can have the, the, the manual and be convinced about some of the things that need to change. But a lot of times when I go in, it's because there's a little bit of a rub or there's a little bit of a bump with the team that they're serving with. And I've noticed in, 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 in these dynamics, sitting with the pastors themselves, because that's where we'll usually start, is we sit with the pastors themselves, and like, how can we serve you? What are some of the conversations? And, and it's, it's almost immediate, like, can you just talk to my team? Can you please talk to my team? And there's this frustration in, 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 in some of them that, okay, I've got wonderful, they're talented, they love church, they, they can get the job done, but there's like this... Mm, There's something missing. And I've identified it as this, and it's a hypothesis. I'm still working this out. I'm still paying attention. But I'm noticing the teams that are really behind their pastors, that are like revitalizing their churches and making these, taking huge risks to change things. When pastors can tell me, no, I know my team loves us. They love us. They're not perfect. We're not perfect, but they love us. There's something special in a team when pastors can say that. And so in the time that I have today, I just want to encourage you guys the way I've been encouraging myself. Like, Lord, teach me how to love my pastors in a way that they perceive it that way. Not just that I get the job done, not that I just show up on time, not that I'm just saying amen at the right moments, but that they know that Danny Gutierrez, my heart, appreciates and loves them. Yes, I love Jesus. Yes, I love God, and I thank them, but I thank them for my pastors. I love my pastors. And it can be tricky sometimes because, you know, our pastors, they've got uh, great capacity. They're working with multiple people. They're traveling all over the place, much like your pastors, right? They've they've got, uh, they're, they're getting pulled on a whole bunch of different ways. And so I've been trying to get specific about this from conversations that I've been having with other teams as I've been looking at how I can serve my pastor. And one of the things, if you're going to take some notes, I just have three little quick little points that I want to uh, point out. And that's love our pastors means we recognize and appreciate the ways they love us. I'm going to tell you something about your pastors. They love you guys. But what happens to me? I don't know if this happens to you. is Sometimes we don't perceive that, or we don't recognize it. Things are moving too fast, or we want it to be a certain way, or if it's you know, like the, if they didn't send us a text in the morning with a you know like a like a little star or not star, but like heart eye emoji, going like "I love you, Danny." If if my pastor were standing right next to me, you'd know that he'd never do that. He's a very introverted. Uh, n- not very gregarious, but he, is, he loves his team, he loves the church, I just have to be aware of the ways that he's doing that. Because when I talk to pastors sometimes, they're just like, man, I don't, know what, I don't know why they don't get it. I don't know why they're not seeing it. Pastors are doing their best not just to lead a church, but to love the church family well. But sometimes we have our own kind of formula of what that needs to look like or else it didn't count, And when we when we pass up the opportunities to recognize the ways and the moments, I think we're missing something for ourselves, and that's you know something that's going to feed that gratitude for them. And when I sit back and I you know I I talk to my wife or I've 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 talked to friends and I you know I I I talk about my pastor. I'm like you know what, I love them, and I and, and I love the way that they love us. It's not frequent. It's not all the time my pastor travels a lot, but those moments he sends me like a little text or a phone call that's very, very short or before service when there's a minute and that he, you know, how he gives us a high five. It's not much, but it's, I make it valuable. That moment, those few seconds, that text, that encouragement, that correction the wisdom that they share with me, the, the moments that they didn't have to spend a few more minutes and they do, when I recognize those moments and I receive it, I know it does something to them. When a pastor is making an effort to love their team and they feel like their team is receiving it, and not going like, "Well, I wish I had more. I wish we would talk every week on Mondays for an hour. You know what I mean? where we feel entitled to something more, but if we're grateful for what is and we begin recognizing those things, oh, I just, I think it wakes something up on the inside of them to go, you know what? They, they noticed that. They appreciated that. And so that would be the first point. And another way that we can love our pastors is by being intentional about our own personal growth. Now, this is an important one because I know there are, there are ways that, Pastors want to love on their teams that they can't quite do yet because we're not ready for it. Now, the thing with our pastors is they can teach us. They can encourage us. They can, they can call us up or kind of pull us up, but they can't grow us spiritually. They can't grow our souls. They can't grow our spirits. That's our responsibility, right? And when we, we are intentional about that, about growing ourselves spiritually, emotionally, taking care of ourselves physically. We are putting ourselves in a better position for them to love on us in ways that they can teach us something else or or have a conversation about our heart that they've been wanting to for a while but they just know we're not ready for it yet. But the moment that they can and we see the benefit of that and we go like, you know what, I'm so thankful. I feel such security serving under pastors that were willing to have the hard conversation with me. They love me enough to not let me drive the car off the cliff. Some people can't handle that, and so they don't recognize that as love, and they get all upset, they get all, you know, bent out of shape, and they get, you know, and yet when, when we grow ourselves up, we're putting ourselves in a position where they can teach us greater things, impart greater wisdom, and you know what? They love doing that. They, they, they love seeing, you know, in, in those moments, it's really difficult for them. And, I'm, and I know every pastor goes through it, and they're wondering, like, why did we ever do this? Was it worth it? Is it making a difference? It's like a dark valley, and I just want to give up. Maybe your pastors aren't like that, but I hear a lot of pastors go through moments like this. How cool is it when the Holy Spirit can bring up your name and go, but look at them. Look what they've been through. Look where they started. Look what they've walked through. And they love you. They're thankful that you walked with them. And then they can look at us and go like, man, you know what? It it seems dark right now, but look the difference. Look at the difference this is making. So we can love them by growing our capacity to receive the love that they have for us. Okay, and the last one's this. We can love our pastors by giving them elbow room to walk in faith. Now, this is the one that I've noticed the most in conversations that I've had with teams because their pastors come back really excited about things and the teams sit there and ask them a bunch of questions and a lot of times the pastors don't have the answers. They're like, I don't know. I just know we're supposed to go that way. I, I don't know, but I know that the Spirit's calling us that way and their pastors are excited to take a step of faith but then they find a team that's unwilling to give them the space to take the step of faith you know god's asking our pastor to do some things that for them it can be freaky for them it takes it's it's a great risk that they're taking for them it is a step of faith they don't have all the answers and yet they're trusting god and taking that step Love covers, and this is why I'm attaching it to, 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 to love, love co- covers a multitude of mistakes and errors and all that. And sometimes our pastors start taking steps north, and it's not quite true north, and there's, they're bumping up against things. They're being expanded. They're taking a step of faith. And how awesome is it for them when they can turn back and they see a team that loves them and going like, we just, we're we just so happy that you're brave. Not that you're right all the time. Not that it didn't turn out exactly like you said it to us in that staff meeting. Maybe it didn't turn out that way. But you know what? Thank God we have pastors that are moving forward. That are calling us to be brave. That are giving us the opportunity to come in onto the field with them. To battle it out with them. And if, they, if things don't turn out perfectly or if it was a big mistake... That's what the risk of stepping out in faith is. And some pastors won't do it because they know it'll blow up their team. And yet there are some pastors who will rage into a firing building because they know the team behind them is going to be right behind them. Why? Because they love them. Like pastor, I mean, and, and this is, I'm so grateful. For, this is one of the things I love about our pastor is He's brave. He doesn't have all the answers, but he trusts God in many uh, instances, and that inspires my life. I want him to have that elbow room. Not have to wonder, is he going to take the step, look behind, and see us running the other way? Or maybe not running, but just kind of like doing the side conversation with the person next to him. I don't know. You know what I mean? That we can communicate love to him going like, hey, you know what? We're here. And if, if we bump into a wall, we're going to trust your leadership to get us around it. If, if there's a big old, you know, dip here, it's okay, we'll get out of it. When we can love our pastors this way, I'll tell you what's gonna, what the result will be. We will be serving pastors who invite the impossible into our churches. Visionaries that see things that we're like, oh my gosh, How on earth could that ever happen? And then we have the privilege of living the days of saying, it is happening. So when I talk about love, I'm not talking about necessarily the sentimental, mushy thing, but I'm also talking about that. I'm talking about that they can sense this emotion that we have, that we love our pastors. Something can be said about us is that, no, this is a team that loves their pastors in this way. And we can tell because there's something crazy going on over there. This team is, is growing. This team is grateful for their pastors. And this team is, is seeing some pretty crazy things happen because their pastors are stepping out in faith. So there's a... I there's a, uh, remember the day I wrote it down in my journal because I was talking with these pastors in Argentina. And they use this term... Because we were meeting with different, you know, different, you know, layers of leadership in their church. All the volunteers and then the small group leaders and then the, 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 the service leaders. But then there's this moment. And he's like, oh, no, now we're going to have a meeting with the incondicionales. It's the word he used. And then in Spanish, it means the unconditionals. And I'm like, the what? He goes, this is, this is our leadership team that we call the incondicionales. And I'm like, well, t- tell me about that. Why do you call them the incondicionales? And they, they said to me, no, no these, these are the people that unconditionally love us. And they know that we unconditionally love them. That we can, you know, we, we can go through some turbulent waters and we're going to make it on the other side because they unconditionally love us. If their love for us is not conditioned on us calling them at certain times or patting them on the back or affirming them at the right moments. No, they, they, they already love the, us and we know that about them. And then there's another statement that they'll use a lot in relationships in Latin America that they attached them to this team. Now, in, in, in Peru and in a lot of Latin America, if you want to talk about some friends and you want to distinguish your group of friends, there's a group of friends that you would say, con ellos a la guerra, which means with them, even to war. So I have my friends, but this is my group of friends that if I have to go to war, I'm going with them. This is my even to war friends. And so they said, no, 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 los incondicionales con ellos hasta la guerra. And they're like, these are, these are the people that if we told them tomorrow, like we're going to open a campus on the moon, they go out and start looking for space boots. Yeah. Like when pastors know that, they've got a team of people that love them unconditionally, that are grateful for all the ways that they love them. Yeah. They, they start doing crazy things. And so my hope was just to encourage you guys, that if, you know, with Pastor Ben and Jess, and you know what, I, I, I was grateful in the sense I really miss them, and I wish I could have seen them and been here, but I'm like, they probably would have been a little bit uncomfortable by me saying, just love them, love them. <laughs> that, that when they come back, that, you know, that they, they, they can say, well, what? Okay, I know they've always loved us, but this is getting a little weird, you know, um, that they can sense that from you guys. I think it's a gift that... Uh, is worth giving. Cool? Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.